What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be in the market one trade at a time. If you're new to the Market Marauder Show, it's an investment channel. Helps you to find the best deals in the market. All right, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about building generational wealth. So what is generational wealth? Uh, you'll hear people talk about, like, the Rockefellers, how families just circulate wealth, how they always have money. Uh, everyone in the family has money. Uh, another popular family is the Bushes. And these are things that are generational wealth. Uh, families just pass money uh, down. You'll hear terms like trust fund babies, people who uh, don't really you know, have to work but have large amounts of money. That, to me, is what generational wealth is. And you, you can build generational wealth uh, yourself uh, and for your family. Uh, but there are some factors that a lot of people are going through that is helping, you know, to uh, hinge uh, or to, you know, hinder what they're doing to build generational wealth. So for me, uh, there are three major things that I think everybody should be doing to try to build generational wealth. Uh, one is to make sure that you eliminate debt. Uh, so debt, you know, could be things like credit cards, student loans, um, anything of those nature can definitely hurt your potential um, to getting, you know, generational wealth. Uh, those things are stuff that comes out of your account, maybe monthly, uh, maybe quarterly, um, and definitely can add up to, you know, definitely deter you from building generational wealth. Another thing that people have uh, that can deter them from building generational wealth is learning how to invest. So if you have no idea what investing is, you don't invest, maybe you invest through your company uh, through a 401k or IRA, uh, or you heard people talk about investing, you heard people you know, say, maybe I should get into investing. Uh, you see a lot of YouTube videos where people make a lot of money from investing, but you have no idea what it is. That is a great way for you to gain income uh, or to just build long-term generational wealth because you can pass that money down. You can do that in very uh, you know, different ways, whether you want to jump into crypto, which is kind of its new ecosystem, or you can get into stock trading, which is another one. Uh, other people use forms of investing like getting into real estate. Um, all three of those, I think, are great ways that you can get into um, investing um, in general. Uh, but learning the fundamentals of any one of those, I think, is a great way to build wealth. And so the last one um, that I think is the number one way that you could build wealth is to build a business. Um, entrepreneurs are some of the wealthiest people out there in the world. You'll see, you know, Elon Musk, the richest man in the in the world currently, was an entrepreneur. Uh, he helped start PayPal, use that money to then build Tesla, SpaceX, and a whole slew of other companies. Uh, you have Jeff Bezos, who built Amazon, uh, being, you know, I think the second richest person in the world. Um, and so those are all entrepreneurs. They were they didn't, you know, go through their path uh, and gain that amount of money by being employees. So uh, not saying, you know, it's bad being employees because they all were employees. Jeff Bezos worked uh, at McDonald's back in the day while he was starting Amazon. Um, and, you know, Elon Musk uh, had his share of jobs that he worked before, you know, creating PayPal and then going there creating uh, Tesla. And so, you know, jobs are a great asset uh, for you to have. But, you know, if you want to build you know, large amounts of wealth extremely fast, building a business um, is the number one way to do so. And so in this uh, episode, just going to be breaking down some of those things, giving you a little bit of background on just analysis, statistics, and some of the things you can do to help position yourself and your family uh, for the future when getting into building generational wealth.
Alright, so step one in this process is eliminating debt. Debt will be the number one reason or number one hinge pin uh, or deterrent for you growing generational wealth. Um, and so, going to give you some stats on some of the things that are going on. Uh, this is based on the U.S. And this is an article uh, from CNBC. It says here uh, is how much debt millennials have on average. And so, uh, average credit card debt. Um, is about $4,322, average student loan debt is about $38,877, and average auto loan debt is about $19,011, and average personal loan debt is about $12,306. And so uh, this can really uh, impinge your ability to try to build generational wealth. Um, having all these different payments come out of your account uh, may seem small at a time, but you know, you have you know, long terms, uh, you know, or long loans that you're paying off, uh, can really add up. Um, and if you're constantly paying those off, that's less money that you have each month to really put into, um, investing, uh, or starting your business. And so, you know, you really want to cut down, um, and try to budget your way out of these situations. Um, now I know for everybody, they can't, you know, go and just pay off all these immediately. Uh, some people have really dug themselves in a hole, uh, when it comes to a lot of these, uh, debt situations, but, you know, trying to pay these off and having a clear plan, uh, to pay them off. Um, and just try to put a little bit on the side for investing or saving is always something good. These are why programs like Dave Ramsey's uh, program um, on the debt snowball and things of that nature are so popular because there's so much debt out there from average Americans. And so on here, the next one I we'll talk about um, is quick student loan debt statistics. So this is just going back into the student loans because I feel like that's the debt that majority of people have. Uh, so the average student loan debt they're calculating uh, per borrower is about 32000 $731, um, and total student loan debt is about $1.52 trillion. Number of student loan, bar student loan borrowers is about 44.7 million. So 44.7 million people have about $32,000 worth of student loans. So that's a lot of people who are not able to uh, really build this generational wealth. It can be a burden. It's very stressful uh, if you're constantly just trying to pay debt. Uh, and you may say, you know, how can I invest? How can I start a business when I have all this debt? Finding a plan uh, and trying to work your way out of that plan, uh, work your way through that plan uh, and work yourself out of debt is one of the best strategies. If not, you know, some people have astronomical amount of debt where they're just like, I'll never pay it off. Trust me, if you go and make a strategy to see where all your money goes, it will definitely help um, open your eyes to where the money goes and find a plan forward. Um, I know for me, that's what I started to do uh, when I was paying off my student loans. I set up a plan, made a budget, and then really tracked um, all the different expenses that I had and then tracked to see you know what loans I could pay off first, uh, what amount of money I could dedicate to paying off those loans. Uh, and then that really helped me get on track to try to get those paid off. So next we say, uh, number two is to learn how to invest. There are plenty of YouTube videos out there, uh, plenty of tutorials, courses uh, on how to begin investing. Uh, majority of the information is free. If you just go on, you know, different sites like YouTube, you can go on, um, you know, different uh, course groups. Uh, there are different groups about investing. There's a lot of investing information. Some of it is false. Some of it is also true. But, you know, Talk to people in your family about investing. Uh, these are two uh, of the most popular trading uh, platforms. So the first one here being Webull. Uh, I personally use Webull. So Webull is one of the ones uh, that I suggest. Um, and then the next one, uh, this is for trading stocks or getting into options, whichever you prefer. 
The next one on here is Coinbase. Coinbase is to get into uh, getting into crypto. Uh, and so those are two sites that I know a lot of people use, especially millennials. Uh, myself, I use those two uh, when getting into crypto and then getting into uh, investing in the stocks. You can also use Robinhood, uh, but I've heard a lot of problems about Robinhood. I do have a Robinhood account myself, but um, you know I think Webull uh, has a lot more features than Robinhood does. So I'm suggesting Webull over Robinhood. Um, and then Coinbase uh, for cryptocurrency is a great way to get into cryptocurrency. Lastly, uh, number three is starting a business. Starting a business is a great way to grow your wealth. All of the richest people in the world have a business. They started a business from the ground up uh, or they bought a business either or they have a business um, and that is how they accumulated majority of their wealth. Majority of their wealth did not come from them becoming an employee. Now, you do have anomalies uh, like Tim Cook. Tim Cook has a ridiculous salary, but he is the CEO of the largest market cap company publicly traded um, in the U.S., which is Apple. And so unless your path for career-wise is to become the CEO of Apple, um, which if you are, congrats to you. Good luck on that journey. Uh, but if you're not and you're just you know a regular uh, employee, just trying to survive, uh, you know, pay off bills, uh, then starting a company or starting a business uh, is going to be your fastest way to get to um, generational wealth, to be able to really make a dent into this investing. Um, and so I'm here just going to read some of the stats uh, from the two richest people in the world who do own businesses. First is Elon Musk. Majority of people know about Elon Musk, but if you don't, uh, he has a net worth of $269 billion, tops the list of the richest entrepreneurs. Uh, famously, he's the CEO of the world's largest electric vehicle company called Tesla. Uh, Musk became the largest shareholder of Tesla by investing $6.5 million in 2004. Uh, Tesla was originally founded in 2003 by Martin uh, Eberhardt and Mark uh, Tampering. Uh, Tesla has also diversified interests in the following ventures. So you have Maxwell Technologies, Tesla Energy, DeepScale, uh, Groman Engineering, Tesla Insurance, uh, Permits Machine, and then Tesla Financial Services. Uh, and so he's 50 years old uh, with a net worth of about $269 billion with a B, um, and then shareholding about 17% of the company. And so he did take the path to college. So just like majority of people, he may have had student loans. Um, and so, you know, he had to do the same thing that we all uh, do, which is pay off student loans. Uh, if you're not lucky enough to get, you know, scholarships or have it funded. Um, but, you know, similar path to majority of people that are out there getting a degree uh, and paying that off. Next, you have Jeff Bezos. And so Jeff Bezos being the CEO of Amazon or the former CEO uh, of Amazon, now just the founder of Amazon. Uh, I think the current CEO is Andy Jassy. Um, and so he's born in 1964. His net worth is about $187 billion. So it makes him the second richest person. Um, and then, like I said, he found the largest e-commerce uh, platform in the world, which is Amazon. Uh, and then you know, the businesses of Amazon consist of Amazon Web Services, Kindle, Alexa, Audible, Goodreads, Twitch, Whole Foods, uh, Diapers.com, Zappos, IMBD, Amazon Fresh, Amazon Prime, Amazon Pay. And so all these companies combined uh, are all because he went and started Amazon. And so, you know, all the wealth that he has comes from starting these different businesses, uh, venturing out to have different businesses, buying and acquiring other businesses, but ultimately it came from being an entrepreneur. So in my opinion, you know, this the key to wealth and to build this generational wealth, like I said, the first step, 
get rid of all your debt or get rid of as much debt as possible um, that's manageable that you can then begin to learn investing and investing into either the stock market or to crypto, whatever you prefer. Uh, learn trading strategies. Uh, learn, you know, what you want to do uh, investing-wise. You can make a long-term portfolio. You can make a short-term portfolio. And investing doesn't just have to be you making these two accounts, uh, getting into crypto or getting into stocks. You can just do investing by getting into your 401k with your business. Uh, and that may be the only investing that you do, but it still is investing. Um, and so the last one, like I said again, is starting a company, uh, which I think is the fast track to get uh, to generational wealth. Whatever company you do, they're most likely skills that you have that other people do not have that you can monetize. Um, you know, any skill, uh, you know, maybe you're good at, you know, helping people figure out different uh, problems. Uh, maybe you're good at finances. Maybe you're good at, you know, painting things, building things. A lot of skills that people have, they can monetize, but they just don't know how to monetize them. And that's the whole premise for building a business. So uh, hopefully that helped you all out uh, and good luck on your journey. Uh, hopefully these principles uh, are something that you keep in mind. Like I said, again, eliminating debt, learning, investing, and starting a business, uh, all the foundations to really uh, build that generational wealth. So go ahead and turn about their trading, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.